and welcome to episode number three, aka three, of Sports Bar Talk. This episode is going to be litty, as the kids say today. I think that's what they say. We're going to roll with it. This episode is going to be litty. Uh, for those of you tuning in for the first time, my name is Alex Nairi, and I am about to be a sophomore sports broadcasting major at Westminster College in beautiful New Wilmington, Pennsylvania. Go Titans! And so this is our third episode. First, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's been supporting watching both episodes. Only two words I can say to y'all right now. Thank you. Your support is helping this podcast thrive right now. And we've had a good time. Now, I do want to apologize. Last week, I was a little too amped up and excited. This week, though, I'm a little more laid back. But I'm still going to bring it 110% like I normally do for y'all. I love y'all for the people, baby. For the bar talkies. For the, for the bar junkies out there. This is Sports Bar Talk. We got a lot of sports to cover. We ain't wasting time. Let's get into the sports. Alright. Oh, and first off, before I get in, you know you. I'm about to say it. We got the best seat in the house. Okay. Oh, my producer, my production assistant, a.k.a. my mom, might have gotten mad if I forgot to leave that out there in the first bit. But let's get right into the sports. And <laughs> our New York court, we're going to talk about the Belmont Stakes, and our New York correspondent has sent to us the Belmont Stakes results. Now, I had a chance to watch the race. I talked about the favorite, Tis the Law. Really great racehorse. Absolutely blew the field away. Blew my mind. I didn't. I was giving the horse no chance to win. If you, if for those of you that do, do like to bet and you went and bet Doctor Post in front of me, I'm sorry. I wish I could give you all a refund, but I can't. Uh, from our new and uh, our New York correspondent sent me this for the uh, Belmont Stakes. Governor Cuomo even had said something. I guess they had a COVID-related briefing yesterday. But it was a great ride. The moment was big, not too big for Manuel Franco, the jockey of Tis the Law. Who This was his first ever Belmont Stakes, and he rides in New York year-round. Now, he was feeling nervous in the starting gate, but, you know, he, he shook the butterflies off like most professional jockeys do. And had a great trip third before tackling Tappet to win the pace setter. And the trainer, Barkley Tag, who, by the way, is an oldie in the game. This was the one race that had eluded him as a New York-based trainer with the Belmont Stakes. Said, it was looked to me like everything just went like clockwork. And this was the first time a New York bred has won the Belmont Stakes since 1882. So this is the first time in the modern horse racing era we had a New York bred win the Belmont Stakes. It was really good race. And, of course, Barkley Tag. Just amazing what he's been able to do is uh, to win the race, finally get his Belmont Stakes. You know, a lot of these trainers are still training, you know. It's like being a pastor. You never leave. Once you're retired, you're never really retired. Horse trainers, they never really retire. And so, he's not. he probably won't retire. He might retire now. In a couple years, because he's finally got that elusive Belmont Stakes. Um, let's move on to our next sport. We have Major League Baseball. It is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. 
I can't tell you how excited I am to watch my New York Yankees win their 28th World Series title. I know some of y'all will disagree, but you know what? If you want to debate, just debate with me sometime in another place, another time. But uh, finally, after I'm sure you know a lot about the debating and the meetings between the MLB Players Association, Commissioner Robert Manfred, the 30 owners, there was a lot of deliberations, and even as far as last, even as close as last week, there was some serious doubt we were going to have a baseball season, which absolutely Major League Baseball could not afford to lose this season. They were already going to lose a lot of money without having fans in the stands anyway. So they're gonna have a season now. It's going to be a 60-game season. Spring training 2.0, we will set. We will call it. Players are going to report on July 1st. That is, we're recording this on a Thursday, so I believe that is six days from now from when we're recording this. It'll be five days from when this drops on Friday. And either July 23rd or July 24th is when opening day will be. Now, a lot of changes are going to be happening. This ain't going to be the typical baseball season. The Not just the amount of games. Every game is going to matter now a lot more, which I actually like. But rules are going to be different because they want to make the games as short as possible for this. So it won't be, we'll go with it won't be as good. The proposed schedule, it will mostly be divisional matchups. So, good news for a lot of people. If you love watching good divisional rivalries like Yankees-Red Sox, Yankees-Orioles, Mets-Phillies, Mets-Nationals, uh, Dodgers-Giants, you're going to get a lot of those this season, and they're going to matter. I think we might see more playoff atmosphere-like games from the players when we get to the season. Um, but here's the official announcement from Commissioner Manfred. Major League Baseball is thrilled to announce that the 2020 season is on the horizon. We've provided the Players Association with a schedule to play 60 games and are excited to provide our great fans with baseball again soon. I can't wait. Uh, the um... The owners voted Monday night to have Manfred mandate the season. But I want to talk about the games and how it'll be more of a regional schedule. So the schedule was supposed to come out in two for two to three days when this got announced on Monday. So I would assume we'll see a schedule by the time this podcast drops. I don't know yet, but it sounds like every team is going to play 40 games against their divisional foes. Most likely 10 games apiece. And there will be 20 interleague games. So the Nationals will play all their games against NL and AL East teams. So we actually, we might see Nationals-Yankees. And that could be a potential World Series preview. I'm going to have my eyes booked on that whenever that happens. Uh, six. So teams are going to submit. So we're going to have 60 player rosters. But things will move at a rapid pace. 60 players for the spring training. That, li- that list is actually due to Major League Baseball by the Sunday at 3 o'clock. And then, once the season begins, only 30 players will be active. So, this is almost going to be like an NFL preseason type of ordeal. Uh, here's a big change. The DH is not just coming to the AL. It's going to be coming to the NL, finally. And I think when we look back on this season, this season will be historic. Not just for its shortened seasons during a global pandemic. The Universal DH is going to mean, I think... The NL is going to love it so much that this will be a permanent rule change. Yes. I've been advocating for a universal DH my whole life now. I've been on this planet 19 years. I've been advocating for it. No one wants to see the the eighth batter in the lineup get intentionally walked to get an easy out with the pitcher up at the bat. We want 
action. We want every hitter to matter. And so we're going to get that. I think this will be a permanent change. I think you'll see that. Uh, the trade deadline will be August 31st instead of July 31st. Um, and the other thing is the DL. So there's going to be two DLs, one for a COVID-specific. So that way if someone tests positive for COVID, teams can go sign someone and not have to drop anyone at any charge. Which is honestly, it's I like that a lot. Uh, which means there will be no set of time if someone gets added to the list that they will have to be out of the list. So it it, it will be different. And the other thing is, when extra innings starts, they're gonna, MLB is going to copy the minor league rule of starting a runner at second base just to speed the game up. And I I guys, I got to be honest, I'm so excited for baseball. Really excited for baseball. It's a, it's America's pastime. The, the end of July going into October is going to be a great four months for sports with football coming back, basketball, hockey, Major League Soccer, and PGA Tour, which, by the way, our New York correspondent has reported that a thousand smart bands will be given to help detect coronavirus symptoms in golfers before they can detect it. I heard that this will even monitor their respiratory system to see if their breathing's out of line and COVID-related before they experience symptoms. That's crazy. I know the NBA is giving something similar to that, too. Um, that is awesome. And by the way, related to our tennis talk last week, Novak Djokovic did test positive for covid so, our thoughts go out to him, his family, and hopefully he has a nice quarantine. Uh, let me see if I have anything else sports-related. I do not. So, we are going to go into the food of the week after I take a sip of water. Drum roll, please. Our third ever food of the week is popcorn. Yes, I love popcorn. Really good. It's You can get it with butter. You could get caramel corn, cheese corn, my personal favorite. You can put whatever salt you want on it. I know my dad, he'll make popcorn first maybe once a week. And we go to the butcher block. And we get honey mustard salt. It may sound disgusting, but it's actually amazing. It tastes so good. It's sweet. It's salty. It's everything you'll want in popcorn. Uh, a couple places I love popcorn. I had a chance to travel with my lovely mother and grandmother. And we'll put my father in there, too. We got to travel to Chicago, Illinois. And we got to see Wrigley Field and the United Center and Soldier Field. But... More importantly, we got Garrett's Popcorn. I had never heard of it, but they had some of the best cheese popcorn I've ever had. If you're, And I know you can get it shipped if you order it online to your house. So, if you really want to, go to Chicago or take the expensive option and have it shipped to your house. Really good popcorn. Another place I love popcorn. Well, this should go for any place. It's, you can get this anywhere. The movies. 
I don't go to a lot of movies. I maybe go to the movie theater about once or once or twice a year just because I'm busy with sports and playing video games. And let me tell you, movie theater popcorn, there is nothing like it. You tell them that you want the large popcorn. They put it in that bag. Mm. You ask them if you, they ask you if you want butter. You say yes, and they squirt that unhealthy liquid butter. But it is so good. <laughs> oh, and then you go to the popcorn seasonings. And what I like to do, I like to put butter seasoning on, shake it all about. Regular salt, shake <laughs> it all about, and then white cheddar popcorn seasoning. Yes, I might get a heart attack at some point, but it's all worth it. Another place I like popcorn, Hershey Park. Very good popcorn. The lemonade stand on the way out of the park has the best cheese corn I've ever had. It's a tie between them and Garrett's, to be honest with you. And R.I.P. Popcorn Indiana in New York City. When I was a little kid and we'd go to New York City, we'd stop at the Popcorn Indiana. They'd have the best buttered popcorn I've ever had. I miss it. I miss it. And another reason I like popcorn, some people, when they want a good snack, they go for the potato chips, maybe the blueberry pie, or the nuts. Those are all great options, but there is nothing healthier than popcorn. Good plentiful fiber without the butter now i'm always gonna put butter on don't judge me i just love my butter i'll I'll put butter on anything man sometimes i'll be the first to admit it but anyway looks like we have a minute left so i'm just gonna wrap up by saying this popcorn is the bomb diggity.com all right So, to wrap things up, I want to thank everyone who tuned in and listened to Sports Bar Talk today. If you're listening on Apple, and this might also apply to Spotify and TuneIn, subscribe to the podcast or follow. Give us five stars, and I'd appreciate a positive review. I look at the reviews. And I also definitely want to thank my crew. Today was just my mother. She's the best crew member around. She helped me stay on script today. Uh, Until then, till next week, I'm Alex Nairi, and we'll see you next time on Sports Bar Talk, where, hey, we got the best seat in the house.